Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, and today we're talking about new Dragonborn. Subraces. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. How you doing today? I'm doing fucking great, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing pretty good, too. Start the show with more F-bombs. Everybody loves that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Don't they all? We never hear bad things about our cursing. No, no. Welcome Um, to our show. (laughs) Welcome to our show. Welcome to the Dungeon Guest. We talk about Dungeons & Dragons here. Yeah, we Uh, do with dirty mouths. And we're going to talk about, we're going to say the word dragon a lot. And we're going to tack on some some suffix stuff, I guess. It's true. (laughs) Today we're talking about new Dragonborn stuff. So uh, recently, Fizzband's Treasury of... Treasury of Dragons came out by recently, I say about a month, a month and some change ago. <laughs> and it's got a lot of juicy dragon stuff, and uh, we're almost through the bulk of it, and we're pretty much ending it on the Dragonborn stuff, which I'm excited for. Well, Will, you're not wrong. We are. <laughs> Fizzman did come out. We are talking about dragon stuff. We talked about the Drake Warden and all the gem dragons. We did. And we, we did talked like about the episode. Ascendant Dragon Monk. That was cool. Yes. And now we're talking about Dragonborn. That image where and we got, the Ascendant Dragon Monk where he's like in front of the gold dragon. Yes, That's I liked dope. it. I put it in the thumbnail. Yeah. It was really nice. So the original playable race features from the Player's Handbook were not bad by any means, but I always did find them a bit underwhelming when compared to, say, Tieflings or Elves. You know, multiple spells, different sub-race options actual dark vision in a game where they all have dark vision why doesn't the dragon character have dark vision i don't know i have dark vision yeah they oh, by the way the even the sub races that we introduced today don't have dark vision so i actually don't have dark vision. yeah n- none of us kidding. do <laughs> except for unless you're a D character uh tieflings and elves actually get a ton of options considering their expansions from morden cannons to Foes. okay um so not only were they already a little bit better than dragonborn were originally but they got way expanded upon Okay. Uh, well, now it's the Dragonborn's turn, and we have three new sub-races based off of the three major types of true dragons. There are updated breath features and newly added features like flight and psychic powers uh, and, and more. Remind me what a true dragon is. Uh, the idea of the true dragons is like uh, you have chromatic, you have metallic, and you have gem dragons, right? And everything else is either a permutation or a spinoff. So like a wyvern's not a true dragon. A fairy dragon's not a true dragon. A pseudo dragon's not a true dragon. Yeah, those are like that show Joey, which was just the character from Friends 
<laughs> out of universe doing a show about okay. the character I was Joey. like, where are you going with this? <laughs> like, no, that's a, that's a good analog. Okay, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Did you ever watch any episodes no, of Joey? No, I did not. I, to be fair, I didn't watch Friends either. So <laughs> Friends, Friends sucks. Get at me. I think Friends was a, it was a product of its time. I say You're as a person absolutely who never right watched that. it. Yeah, the nineties had cool stuff, and it had not cool stuff. And too. It had Friends. It had Friends and Seinfeld. How do you feel about Seinfeld? I fucking hate. Seinfeld. <laughs> Thank God. I hate Thank you. Nineties sitcoms are bad. Most of them are bad. Saved by the Bell. Yes, right. I'll take it. Okay, let's let's we're having an aside now. If we're talking <laughs> about nineties TV shows. Give me Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hey, that's, my that's a jam. good one. That's my jam. The old right there. Supernatural. I never watched that. But bu- I didn't oh, you're talking about Buffy was the old Buffy supernatural. was Supernatural oh, okay, before gotcha. Supernatural took its place sure, after absolutely. Buffy ended. Give me Buffy the Vampire Slayer all day. That's all I need. Didn't Buffy. that have a spinoff show about Angel? Angel, Angel. Yeah. which was okay. It was okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we're not talking about Angel. We're talking about Buffy. We're In talking Dragon about Dragonborn <laughs> is what we're talking about now. So let's get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> so before we dive into the new sub races, though, let's do a brief overview of the OG racial template for uh, when we compare and contrast. The original um, gangsters. The original Dragonborn. Did you want to? Did you want to do this this read, or do you want? Maybe I'll do the front half. You'll do the back half. Yeah. Okay. Let's go I'll for do that. This, okay. So. Original Dragonborn, dra- Dragonborn traits. Your draconic heritage manifests in a variety of traits you share with other Dragonborn. Your ability score increases are to strength and charisma. Um, this is actually one of the first things we're going to see because, again, all the new sub races and all the new races, they are abandoning the built in ability scores. And it's just, it's based off whatever you choose for your background for your character, which I think is the way it should be. I like them having the, like, so it's two strength, one charisma. And I like yeah. that that is like, hey, here's what it usually is. Yeah, like, you know, and and I like I do like that there is a suggestion because yeah, like the strength represents how strong dragons are, and the charisma again, dragons have a incredibly powerful presence. Yeah, so, yeah. Age: Young dragonborn grow quickly. They walk hours after hatching. Attain the size and development uh, of an adult at ten years old. No, of a ten, of a ten year old child by age three. Holy crap! And <laughs> reach adulthood by fifteen. They live to be around eighty. Um, alignment: okay. Dragonborn tend to be you know two extremes. Now I think this was this was written back when we only had chromatic metallic, so yeah, okay. they were drawn to the extremes of like lawful lawful good and uh, chaotic evil. But More now, geared toward like a paladin or a cleric. Yeah, but now uh, with with neutral dragons, that kind of doesn't make as much sense anymore because mm. now not only how do you only, have a neutral version of this? Right now, not only is there Bahamut and Tiamat, but there's Sardior, so they can gravitate to any of those. Love Extreme neutrality. Um, their size, medium, speed, base walk, 30 feet. None of this has really changed. Okay, here we get into some of the different stuff. So, Draconic Ancestry. You have Draconic Ancestry. Choose one type of dragon from the Draconic Ancestry table. Your breath weapon and damage resistance are determined by the dragon type as shown in the table. And at the time, it was the five main metallics and the five main chromatics. So, we're talking red, black, green, blue, white, and we're talking gold, silver, brass, bronze, and copper. Mm. Those were your options. You got a breath weapon with it. Um, your Draconic Ancestry determined the size, shape, and damage type. When you use your breath weapon, each creature in the area uh, of the exhalation must make a saving throw, the type of which is determined by your Draconic Ancestry. DC is 8 plus your con mod plus your proficiency bonus. Um, a creature takes 2d6 damage on a failed save, half as much on a successful one, and then this damage scaled to a 3d6 at 6th level and a 4d6 at 11th level and a 5d6 at 16th level. So much like a cantrip. That way your your ability doesn't go to the wayside necessarily as you level. Right. And then 
after you use your breath weapon, you can't use it until a short or long rest. Now, this all gets changed with the three sub races, and I'm very happy with it. Okay. And we'll talk about that when we get to the, the newer sub races. So, so with your with your breath weapon being, mm-hmm. um, like, determined by your draconic ancestry, that would just fall into, like, lightning, fire, like that sort of thing? Yes, exactly. And then the shape would be either, like, a line or a cone? Yes, yeah, so based off—now, this is for the original Dragonborn. The shape varies based off type. Um, they they unify it in the newer sub races, which we'll get to. Where it's, it's I think it's a line, no matter what. Okay, it's a line, no matter what. The type is still based off of your draconic ancestry, but the damage and how it scales is also changed, and I much prefer it. Also, uh, the the usage amount, the way they they calculate that changes, and I like the way they do that too. We'll get to it though after we're finished with cone, cylinder, and sphere magic are seem to be more powerful than lines typically yeah i think so and maybe i'm misremembering but we'll get to it i do remember it being unified though. okay um the og dragonborn then gets uh damage resistance based off their dragon type and then that's it they get their language and that's it and um just so, one language just well they get dragonborn dragonborn oh, and common. Yeah, okay yeah so the few things i want to know on the player's handbook dragonborn are these points uh number one I think they are underwhelming in comparison to some of the other races, even mm. early on in 5e, like I said before. Um, there's only two features, specifically the breath weapon, and the breath weapon ends up having better damage scaling later. Uh, not something huge, but enough to feel better as a player when choosing to take the action, which I think is really important. Okay. I think a lot of times we gloss over that aspect of like, but how does it feel as a player doing it? You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. A lot of people do damage calculation, which is cool. That's awesome. And I do that too sometimes. But like, I think we, we gloss over, but, but how does it feel? Does it feel successful? Do you feel effective? Like, do yeah. you have a cool moment? Yeah. And a lot of that comes down to player dungeon master, like um, the chemistry that you have sure. there. Yeah, like, absolutely. is your dungeon master going to help you explain what it looks like? Because taking a big... <gasps> deep breath and then letting out this fucking heat or whatever yeah. from your mouth that should feel should, cool it should look and feel cool yeah. it should be something that gets described you know yeah absolutely. at least absolutely. the first absolutely. few times until and like it kind of gets like it should be something that when it happens um you know and it hits like the enemy should be you know number one feeling that heat but you as a team should be fuck yeah that was awesome yeah, yeah. I, as a dungeon master i always try to like if you obliterate somebody with something the enemy next to them should be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I always yes, try to include yes, that. Absolutely. It's funny. It is. And it's a great, that's a great uh, DM technique for sure. Um, before the new sub races came out, I would have originally made two changes uh, to make this more in line with the other racial options. Before Fizzman. Before Fizzman. Mm-hmm. Um, this would have been my idea. Uh, number one, proficiency in intimidation to represent dragon fear. Um, of their ancestry and an increase to the damage of the breath. Those sure. are the changes I would have made. Now let's see the changes that they did make. Yeah, I agree. There's should yeah. be there should be a little more potent than a cantrip. Um, you know, like yeah, a little more. Yeah, more uh, potent than a cantrip. It, it kind of is a little right. Bit more. Like already here. What the dra- the dragon breath? As it was. As or, it was. It, it looked cantrippy ish. It was me. basically sure. a cantrip. Yeah. But it, but without the uh, ability to do it every turn. So worse exactly. Than a cantrip. Yeah. Yeah. So the changes that they did make, um, I think, are probably better than what uh, what I originally would have thought of. So let's get into it. Starting with the one closest to uh, the original Dragonborn, Chromatic Dragonborn. Okay. So Dragonborn with Chromatic Ancestry claim the raw elemental power of Chromatic Dragons. Mm -hmm. The vibrant colors of black, blue, green, red, and white dragons gleam in those Dragonborn's scaled skin and in in the deadly energy of their breath, breath weapons. Theirs is the raw elemental fury of the volcano, 
of biting Arctic winds and of raging lightning storms, as well as the subtle whisper of swamp and forest, toxic and corrosive. Ooh, I got chills. <laughs> so of the three new sub races we're covering today, this one is the closest to the original player's handbook version. It's essentially a souped up version of the original Dragonborn. Okay, nice. So chromatic Dragonborn traits, you have the following racial traits. Get ready for uh, this DLC, everybody. Creature, <laughs> creature type, you are humanoid. Size, you are medium. Speed, your walking speed is 30 feet. All the same as the original, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that changes for any of them. That's just 5e. You can't really manipulate that stuff too 5e, much. 5e, you're medium, you'll walk 30 feet. There's nothing you can do about it. Unless you're short. And you might you have dark 25. That's true. And then if you're That's a barbarian, true. you get to go 40, I guess. That, I don't okay, know. yeah. So, <laughs> chromatic ancestry. You have a chromatic dragon ancestor granting you a special magical affinity. Choose one uh, one kind of dragon from the chromatic ancestry table. This determines the damage type for your other traits as shown in the table. And again, it's your five. It's uh, blue, green, black, white, red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and your breath weapon matches. When you take the attack action on your turn, you can replace one of your attacks with an exhalation of magical energy in a 30-foot line that is 5 feet wide. Each creature in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. The DC is 8 plus your con mod plus your proficiency bonus, so that part's the same. Um, not the little bit before it, though. Also 5e. Uh, we yeah. scale everything like that. Yeah. Actually, before before I go on, so number one, already love this. You integrate it with your multiple attack. Most Dragonborn are going to be a fighter or a pal- paladin or someone They're going to get the multi-attack. You get the multi-attack. And how fucking cool is it? It's like, bam, bam. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> fucking cool. It's like, holy shit. Fucking hammer to the dome. <laughs> like he sliced then... off Bob's head and then he breathed fire on Jeff. Like, he holy breathed, shit. He, he sliced off Bob's hand and then he grabbed Bob's arm where his hand was and he breathed lightning straight into his fucking arm, man. <laughs> Bob! Bob! Jeff Bob. was like, oh my God. And next turn, yeah, backhand yeah. and then f- breath again. Exactly, Dope. exactly. It's way cooler. It's just way cooler. And I think the DPS is also just much better. So, yeah. I'm smack, sure. smack, vomit is way cooler <laughs> than vomit and then never see it again. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So on a failed save, the creature takes a D10 damage of the type associated with your. Uh, chromatic ancestry on a successful save it takes half as much this damage increases by 1d10 when you reach 5th 11th and 17th level so this maxes out at 4d10 by end game that's good that's a lot I think the it's actually fairly comparable to the other one but with two things number one d10s are funner to roll Mm -hmm. Uh, but number two it is slightly more dps across the board Um, especially I think once you reach 5th level it outscales the OG uh, dragonborn I'm looking um, up Eldritch Blast. I want to compare it to Eldritch Blast. Okay. It's basically, I think it's, it's basically Eldritch Blast. Yeah, because right? now we're doing D10. It's, or is, it's like Firebolt, really. Blast. It's more like Firebolt because Eldritch Blast is multiple attacks. While Firebolt is one attack that scales and it's you're, a D10. You're right about that. I yeah. just like uh, a, an Eldritch Blast is like a go-to. It, it is mm-hmm. like the best cantrip. It's the best cantrip. Da- damage-wise, yes, right? Yes, undisputed. Um, 1D10 force damage and then... 11th level yeah four beams so you're you're really you're really getting up there <clears throat> yeah absolutely this is cool this is you're right about the firebolt thing though right and then so last thing about the breath is you can use your breath weapon a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest now this is a weird rebalancing um i, I do like it though because the 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 old way is like you only got one but it was every short rest so you could do it mm. x amount of times uh, this is tied to your proficiency bonus, so you're going to start off with two. I think by end game you have six breaths that you could get in a day. Yeah. I like this better for a couple reasons. Number one, it's really cool in a big fight of you just being able to pop it off multiple times. Just bam, 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 bam. You, you really feel like a dragon person you're at right. that point. Yeah. Rather than, oh, I burned my one. 
Right. Uh, another thing, and I think we 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 deal with this in our campaign specifically, Super Quest Saga. Great uh, show. Go watch it. Yeah, it's please, on all please your do. Podcasting please do. apps yes. and YouTube. Uh, we're getting close to the end. I cannot wait to. We are to on crescendo hi- it. We are on good. hiatus. We are on hiatus. Because then Freeland had a baby. Came. So we yeah. were sick, and then the baby came. Yeah, but uh, the baby came early. I digress. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, oh, yeah, Super Quest Saga, where it's actually kind of rare to have more than one, maybe two fights in a day. Exactly, so, yeah. So the, Especially the style of which yeah, we play and that that's, show. That's more our style, but I think a lot of people feel that. And I think when you're a Dragonborn, it, it becomes like, oh, I only get to use this once per session. It's, it only ever happens once per session. Yeah, it's... Um, <clears throat> 5e feels like they really want you to take a short rest after everything but how many how many of those little oranges can i eat in a day (laughs) i only got so many orange slices i only have so much water on me like are we near a lake like what's up yeah Yeah, and no it really does feel like fight take a rest that's what they intend especially for the warlock kind of the way it ends up working out it depends Um, on your game but yeah like who's who's realistically in a dungeon like let's just sit here for an hour yeah is that gonna work right i don't know i it yeah, I'm with you there. It may or so may not work. It's this up to the fixes that. Though. This makes it so like, hey, you get six. You can you you could spread it out across your day however you want. Yeah, and um, I think it's excellent. Love yeah. It. Do you want a pocket one for emergencies? Like never hit zero. Like yeah. You know, like your sure. elixirs in Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. You either burn yeah. them all and you didn't know what you're doing, or you have nine of them. At the My end of gameplay the game. in Pokemon has changed so drastically. Ethers and elixirs just get used constantly because I'm like, who cares? Just I'm just gonna use it, them. Man. I'm just gonna use them. Is now the time? Do I need fucking fire blast right now? Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, okay, the next feature is called Draconic Resistance. It's exactly the same as the old one. You resist the type that you breathe. Um, here's here's the new feature. You get a third feature that the old Dragonborn didn't get, Chromatic Warding. Starting at 5th level, as an action, you can channel your Draconic Energy to protect yourself. For one minute, you become immune to the damage type associated with your dr- Chromatic Ancestry. Once you use this trait, oh. you can't do so again until you finish a long rest. Um, That's cool. So I, yeah, I like this. It's this. It's not bad. This this sub race. It's essentially a better version of the OG Dragonborn. This is your overall <clears throat> kind of this take is, on it. Yeah, my overall take on it. Chromatic warding is cool, but it is very situational. Yes, yeah. fire is probably the most common best element to have for this feature because fire is so common. Lots of fire aspect um, stuff. But it is campaign dependent. A good DM will of course make sure you get to shine with this feature at least once. In a major situation in a campaign, like if I have a player who's got chromatic warding, um, and maybe it doesn't come up a lot, I'm gonna make sure, like, okay, in this section of the story, chromatic warding is gonna be so valuable, and they're gonna shine really brightly with this. Yeah, like Um, this is like pertinent to the survival of the group, mm, maybe in some way, like, or you wouldn't have done as well without this sort of, right? You know, don't like make a contingent, I guess, on like one character being the no, but make sure that, like, that you know, it's just sad as like, oh, I never got to use my chromatic warding, like, it's a waste of a feature, you yeah, know, yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, that's always a sucky feeling, but um, I will say this there's a flip side to what I just said about the fire, though. Fire is the best for chromatic warding because it is so common, but at the same time, if you choose it, it's also your offensive breath, and it's the worst offensive breath to have besides necrotic, which we'll get into later. Um, because it is the most commonly resisted by enemies. Yes. So yeah, you, it's Double give edged and sword. take. Double edged sword. Yeah. So double edged burning arrow. I don't even know. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Um, a double sh- a du- hot a coal hot on both sides. Should this sub race still have that intimidation proficiency that I uh, proposed earlier in the day? What do you think? Should this uh, should. Do you think? Do you think it's good where it is with? It's got the the redone breath. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's got the same resistance it used to have, and it's got the new chromatic warding. I mean, I I I like I kind of like the the upgrade. It feels like they're rebalancing things. Yeah, I, um, I agree. I and agree. this kind of brings this class, these subclasses, back up to where. I feel like other classes should are. Be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah races, um, but yeah. I love tying things to proficiency. I, I do too. I am a huge fan it's of that across the yeah. board. I don't want to do it for everything, but an ability like that with like, mm. the breath—that's yeah. that's the right feel. Like as you get more powerful, you should be able to pop that thing off like a bunch of times. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Like, if I want to do it three times in one fight, yeah, that yeah. should be a that should be a thing at the level you're at. You deserve it. You agreed. Know? Agreed. Yeah. I think uh, I think this sub race is is really good. I think it, it, it's totally on par with everything else. I'd still throw in the intimidation proficiency if it, if it was up to me, just because uh, I think of of the three sub races we're talking about today, chromatic is the, the least powerful. So it is a step down from the metallic and gem ones we're going to talk about later. And also, when I think about dragon fear, I do tend to think chromatics are the ones that utilize that the most. Yeah, I think I think I'm I'm feeling like it should still be there. Almost the intimidation. The, in- the intimidation. Yeah, I think it should uh, like, be there. Yeah, it's not uh, there, but I wish it was. But I see like a lot more of like the slender, like kind of meeker dragonborn too. Like they're not all like thick, burly, like they're beast mo- mode monsters all the y- time. Yeah, and guess what? Like you get you get the natural boost to your intimidation for being dragonborn and having that dragon fear effect or whatever. But like maybe you're just bad at it anyways. You know, yeah, there, there it's could, just a little smidge of a boost. Yeah, mm. you'll see when we talk about the next two, okay. like that the chromatic ones are not as powerful. Okay, but we'll do that. It just the, the fact that they took it away feels more in line. Well, with no, the, they never the, took anything away. Oh, I they, was just suggesting that it should always have been. There. Oh, okay, okay. And like, I, I was asking if, even though this is more powerful, should it still get that intimidation proficiency that I that I proposed? Uh, I mean, you, you don't, don't think so? You don't have to do that on the stat sheet. Like maybe world. Your world kind of provides that for you. Fair enough. Or like the lore, the dragon lore you're bringing to the table as a game master might like imply because you're a sure. dragonborn. But I feel like D and D wise, like the, with the way the game is going now, that like kind of leveling that stuff off mm-hmm. and not making those assumptions or having the player make those right. assumptions is kind of what they're going for. I think I think you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. But let's take a short rest. Okay. Hello, everybody. This is Tom Case. And this is Will Stark. Will, could you imagine if we had our own podcast? Dude, could you imagine? What if the Loch Ness Monster was real? Do you think they would open, like, essentially a quote-unquote Jurassic Park for this? Oh, no, no. They're not going to let anyone look at it. What if your house was haunted? Mm -hmm. Let's say it was a woman. She wants companionship. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not not talking about, like, love or sex or anything. Okay, cool. You know, I was going to bring this up, (laughs) but I knew you were going to say no, so. What if someone close to you was a werewolf? Set up a camera. It would still be a full moon, so she would turn into a wolf monster. Go out in the night, probably kill some people. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, nothing I can do about that. The best in what-if entertainment. Just search Dude, Could You Imagine, anywhere podcasts can be found. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. We've returned. Indeed, indeed, we have. I, I don't normally get the slurps in, man, but now I got this cool mug. <laughs> I got true. a new mug. We made a TikTok about it. Find yeah. us on TikTok. I also got a new mug. It's from our merch store. Check the link in the description if you want a sweet Dungeon Cast mug. We got a new merch store, and then I'm on Instagram by myself, aside from the Dungeon Cast. B and D and D underscore mirror the letters. Just you should find me B and D and D because then it's B and D and D underscore B and B and D. That's super confusing, Brian. Well, don't worry about the second part. Okay. Just worry about B and D and D. Brian and Dungeons and Dragons. It's literally just all lowercase letters. You'll see me. I've got pictures of me and my kid on there. All right. So back to Dragonborn. And we are now going to talk about Gem Dragonborn. Nice. So Gem Dragonborn. (laughs) Gem Dragonborn. We don't want to watch Dragonborn. No, no, no. no. Gem Dragonborn. (laughs) There's a whole Reddit sub sub for that. Partake of the heritage of gem dragons who claim to be the heirs of Sardior, the ruby dragon. Check out our gem dragon episode if you want more about Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. The colors and mysterious powers of gem dragons, amethyst, crystal, emerald, sapphire, and topaz, gleam in these dragonborn scaled skin and course through their veins. Theirs are the wonders of the mind, the force of will, the brilliant light of insight, and the resounding echo of discovery, but also the desiccation of despair. Dang. You want to talk about uh, the Gem Dragonborn traits, Brian? Yeah, I do. I it's do. All yours. Let me take this thing from you. <laughs> gem Dragonborn traits. You have the following racial traits. You're a creature. Uh, you're a humanoid creature. <laughs> you are a person. <laughs> you are existing yeah. bipedal in a way. Uh, you're medium. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You have 30 feet walking speed. All things we've addressed earlier in the podcast. Gem ancestry. You have a gem dragon ancestor granting you a special magical affinity. Choose one kind of dragon from the gem ancestry table. This determines uh, the damage type for your other traits as shown in the table. Which I believe are, off the top of my head, because we don't have the table in front of us, 
Um, Thunder, Force, Psychic, Necrotic, Necrotic, Radiant. Yeah, I think you got it. Yeah. Um, So the Breath Weapon. When you take the attack action on your turn, you can replace one of the attacks with an exhalation of magical energy in a 15-foot cone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Each creature in that area must make a DC... Dexterity saving throw of uh, 8 plus your con plus your proficiency. On a failed save, the creature takes 1d10 damage of the type associated with your gem ancestry. On a successful save, it takes half as much damage. Uh, This damage increases by 1d10 when you reach 5th level, uh, making it 2d10. And then 11th level, you're going to get 3d10. Mm -hmm. 17th level, 4d10, just like the other thing. Just like the other thing. Just like Eldritch Blast. Same with the numbers and all the other stuff. I guess not just like Eldritch Blast. Just like Firebolt. Just like Firebolt. Yeah. Um, And not in a line, in a cone. Yeah, which Firebolt is single target. Fire, so it's Firebolt, a little different. this is nothing it's like... It's kind of its own thing. Only damage scaling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I will say this. It is, it is exactly like the chromatic one, except for it's inherently better damage-wise because you can choose Force and Psychic specifically, which are very rarely resisted. Less resisting. Uh, yeah. I mean, Force is almost never resisted. That's why Eldritch Blast uh, is so good. Yes, true that. Uh, but on the flip side, the... Uh, well, Thunder is also pretty solid, but Necrotic and Radiant are actually pretty poor offensive choices, um, especially Necrotic. Necrotic is undisputedly the worst one you can choose if you're looking at a metagame kind of perspective because it is, I think, the most widely uh, resisted element by monsters because there's so much evil monsters. Yeah. They, so many of them resist necrotic. They don't give a so shit about it looks your necrotic awesome, energy. But they are like, necrotic energy. Yeah, maybe for an evil campaign when you're fighting things that aren't evil. Um, Radiant is almost as bad with the caveat of it does have extra goodness against certain enemies. Yeah, um, you do a little more. I think that's one of the only ones that actually does more damage sometimes. Yeah, I know that it can cause like uh, easier crits on zombies. Oh god, I'm so it's been so long since I even looked at a zombie stat block. It's been like two years since yeah. we did a zombie episode. Yeah, it's true. I'm about to do a lot of zombie stuff pretty soon here. Spoilers for our Patreon. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's get back to Dragonborn. Uh, you can use your breath weapon a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. Is that not uh, that's a long rest only, huh? Not short rest yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's that's a new way they're doing it. Yeah, uh, and you're gonna get the draconic resistance. You have resistance to the damage type associated with your gem ancestry, so you could resist psychic damage or force damage, which, which is, is super great. sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, there's some really clear winners good. here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, uh, psionic mind. Uh, you can send telepathic messages to any creature you can see within 30 feet of you. You don't need to share language with the creature for it to understand these messages, mm-hmm. but it must be able to understand at least one language to comprehend them. Mm-hmm. So, And we're yeah. not done because they get another one. They Gem get- flight. Starting at fifth level, you can use a bonus action to manifest spectral wings on your body. We've covered this a little bit already, huh? Mm-hmm. These wings last for one minute. For the duration, you gain a flying speed equal to your walking speed. In this case, it's 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, and can hover. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, once you use this trait, you can't do it again ever unless you rest for a long time. Okay. Which is a long rest. So thoughts. This is inherently way better than the chromatic dragon. <laughs> yeah. Because you get flight and you get psychic telepathy powers. Plus your elements are better both defensively and offensively. And even if you pick one of the bad ones. It's still you get flight and tel- telepathy. Yeah. Limited telepathy. Yeah. But you, and limited flight. But you still get both. And the bad ones are bad for the reasons we said. Exactly. Like you probably don't want to take the necrotic But they're fucking one. cool. Which I want to dra- breathe radiant light on your face. Which dragon was the necrotic one? Was that the uh, topaz? Topaz. topaz okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're nasty little sea devils. Kind of. Coast I guess devils. So. Yeah, kind of. I mean, boys. I like it. They're just really grouchy about everything. They're yeah. not evil or anything. <laughs> 
they so, just have a bad attitude. It results in necrotic energy. Yeah. So here are my thoughts. Badass gem aesthetic. That's awesome. You got sapphire skin. That's fucking cool. Um, yes. The breath weapon has better selection of elements. Okay, scroll up a bit. Psychic force, thunder, radiant necrotic. Specifically, psychic force have a very few enemies that resist them. Automatic telepathy is a much better feature than chromatic warding. It's uh, the opposite of situational. It's great for stealth <laughs> and subterfuge. Great for communication with NPCs that don't share a language with any party member. And uh, great for telling secret jokes, which is always fun. Yeah. Everybody loves secret jokes. Yeah. Getting flight at a relatively low level without burning spell slots and, and with hover is very nice. And catapults the subrace as far and above the most powerful of than the last two that we talked about. So this is the year. We're talking about dragons a lot. We are this, talking about this dragons month. this month. But we know a lot about hovering because of beholders. And we've True. covered a lot of the physics of hovering yes. throughout this year's beholder episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can get body slammed into the ground, and that's fine. Yeah, but you're fine. Like you just you, you can't be knocked out. <laughs> you just prone. boost back you up. Be yeah, you're, yeah, you're good. And you can't be knocked out of the sky. Yeah. yeah so there's nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah. There's so nothing like this it. is this is easily the best of the sub races that we're talking about today. You want to um, do the metallic? Yeah, I can do metallic, but um, but that's why I was I brought up the idea of maybe we should add like a dragon fear or an intimidation or something to the schematic because um, give it, it something to boost it back up. So yeah, like a, it is now fallen behind yet again. Um, if we if we liken it to the original Dragonborn, you don't block. get to be OG though if you don't pick the chromatic. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Um, and now we're going to talk about metallic, which sits somewhere between the two when it comes to um, like power scaling optimization. If you will. I see, yeah. so metallic Dragonborn. Dragonborn with metallic ancestry lay claim to the tenacity of metallic dragons, brass, bronze, copper, gold, and silver, whose hues glint in their scales. Mm-hmm. Theirs is the fire of hearth and forge, the cold of high mountain air, the spark of inspiration, and the scouring touch of acid that purifies. Uh, that's a stretch. That's a bit scouring. of a stretch. Um, metallic dragonborn traits. We're going to skip. Yeah, you're humanoid. Yeah, you're medium. Yeah, you walk 30 feet. No, you don't have dark vision. Uh, you walk 30 feet if you feel like it. If you feel like it. Like, <laughs> but no more. No more. Can you imagine? Like you walk, yeah. you have to walk thirty feet this round. To figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. You just walk in a circle. Oh god. All right. Metallic ancestry. Um, we're not gonna rehash this. You get to pick one of the five metallic dragon types. You get a breath weapon tied to that dragon type. Mm-hmm. You get a resistance tied to that dragon type. So this is gonna be a fifteen foot cone, not this a line. Right. Yeah. So just like the just like the gem. Yeah. So and like you said, cones tend to be better than lines. Cones are slightly better than lines, depending Um, on like what enemy attacks you in a straight line. What enemy attacks you in a diagonal line? That's a good. Are you in a hallway? Like, do you go to do all your fighting in hallways? Cone is better. Cone is better. <laughs> Cone is better. Area effect is better than than straight line. Um, it's going to have the same damage calculation as what we said. So it's a souped up damage calculation. Um, it's going to be the same number of times per day as what we've talked about with all the other ones that aren't the OG. Uh, again, you get draconic resistance. You're limited to the same fire, ice, acid, poison, and um, lightning. Lightning's best. Um, <laughs> and then you get. Your 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 extra feature is a metallic dragonborn. Uh, you get a metallic breath weapon on top of your regular breath weapon. So, so you're gonna have two breath. You weapons. have two breath weapons. That's like, twice as many. Twice as many. At fifth level, you gain a second breath weapon. When you take the attack action on your turn, you can replace one of your attacks with an exhalation in a 15 foot code cone. Uh, save DC for this breath is uh, eight plus your con mod plus your proficiency bonus. It's a deck save. Whenever you use this trait, choose one of the following. Uh, Number one, invenerating breath. 
Each creature enervating. Enervating breath. Each creature in the cone must succeed on a constitution saving throw or become incapacitated until the start of your next turn. This is good. This is good. It's just status effects. Yeah, there we go. We're missing those. Indeed. Repulsion breath. Each creature in the cone must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 20 feet away from you and be knocked prone. That's really good. Once you use your metallic breath weapon, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest. So my thoughts on this, it's very similar to the chromatic with a feature swap. The secondary breath is pretty cool. Basically a one turn stun or a big push and a knockdown. Yeah. Is this tied still like, so is my proficiency bonus pulled in for, for both? Yes. So it shares the same resource. So, okay. It is. I don't have, if I have four proficiency bonus of four, I don't get four of each of these breaths. I get four total breaths, but I get to pick between the two. Okay. And, and the main thing about this is just utility, the being able to choose, do I want to do damage or am I in a situation where a stun is actually works out better? Maybe my barbarian wants to fucking chop a head off, stun, okay, I'll let the barbarian take care of it. Or maybe this goblin is standing too close to a cliff edge. Bam, I'll just knock him off. Say, maybe He's there's a gone. cliff right there. Like, rather than do damage, maybe I can take care of this thing in a single breath. So, you know? sorry, was this one conical as well or is this a single target? Conical as well. So you can cone like a bunch of kobolds off a fucking ledge. Yep. Or you can cone a bunch of kobolds to be stunned. Or I could cone a bunch of kobolds into a pit of spikes. Yeah, absolutely. That they built. That they built themselves because they're kobolds. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I could cone a bunch of kobolds underneath an X that the kobolds drew on the ground where my wizard can mage hand like the lever to pull and drop the rocks from the net above. That the kobolds put up. That the there. kobolds put up. Okay. Yeah, kobolds. exactly. Absolutely. And you I'm a dragon. all those things. I'm and a dragon and kobolds are, <laughs> I'm a dragon born and kobolds are a fucking abomination to me. <laughs> I mean, maybe, sure. But either way, <laughs> this is something the metallic dragonborn can do that the chromatic one cannot. Yes, that the chromatic one or the, uh, I would argue or the, the gem. gem. Yeah, or the gem they one. They do their do. own cool shit. Yeah, they could do the, Yeah, they do their own cool shit. So, so, far, so far, I'm not picking the chromatic, <laughs> the I chromatic know. ever again. Like, I would just because I, I like the aesthetic. I think they're cool but yeah they are lacking what is with the disparity here like like why did they do that i don't know it's very obvious yes it is fuck i don't know you had this was your chance yeah exactly make make them all even like literally if a if a player of mine was like i want to do a chromatic one but it's a little underwhelming can we add something i go you want intimidation proficiency (laughs) (laughs) i got something for you You give them a character sheet and the fucking intimidation's bubbled in already yeah exactly hey you fill this you fill this one out around that okay (laughs) don't erase that yeah exactly hey you know what you write a little e next to it like now it's double that yeah there we go expertise absolutely get mad Get mad. Get, get mad. Get real mad. Uh, any, tell people you're going to sue them. <laughs> any uh, <laughs> any thoughts, any questions, any comments, concerns about the Dragonborn? I'm concerned about the Chromatic Dragonborn, but uh, you know, it'll be I right. just talked about that. It'll so, be okay. Yeah, it's, it'll be fine. Just give them intimidation, proficiency, and expertise. That's right. not enough. No, no but it's, it's something. It's but something. It's, it is something. Then let's get ready for a long rest. Okay. Let's go. Are we going? Let's fucking go, dude. Let's go. Are we here? We're, yeah, welcome, Are we there yet? Welcome to the long rest. Hi. Will, say something long. Long. Long rest. It's gross. It's stupid. Uh, hey, we're going to build a beholder now. Indeed we are. I think we're almost done. We're, we're almost so done. Why? Like, I feel like we were super on it with the first three, and for this guy, we just we fell apart. He gets away from we us every time. We mentally fell apart. It's like I can barely even picture what this guy looks like. It's because we know what next year is going to be. Yeah. We, I've we, already moved on to the next year. We are. When are we announcing that? Next year? Are we just not going to say anything? All of a sudden, there's going to be new podcast art. Yeah, Watch our thumbnail, and then you'll know. Yeah, let's not say anything, because I have planned for the first episode of the new year to be on topic. 
So yes, perfect. It'll be a new Excellent. thumbnail and the topic, and you're gonna read it, and you're gonna know. There is, there are three people who know what next year's topic are gonna be. Yeah, me, Will, uh-huh. and then someone I told in person <laughs> that I won't tell. I'm not gonna tell everybody. You know who you are. I mean, to be fair, Tom also knows. Oh, and so does my fiance. Okay, there are five people who know. <laughs> one of them is Tom. One of them is Tom, and one of them is a guy. There's somebody that's. That is not necessarily associated with the show, but is also it's absolutely yeah, associated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely associated. With okay, the show. let's build this beholder. <laughs> okay, um, you know, who you, you want to? What do you? I'll do the feature. Oh we're, yeah, yeah. We're go giving ahead, this guy the Gem Dragon spectral wings. Yes. I keep picturing it amethyst, but you know what? Let's just whatever the color of the weird crystal moldy cheese skin is. Like, <laughs> yeah, the most current art from the Hobble Man in the Discord is, and yes, that Hobble Man uh, is uh, is wingless because we're doing that now. But it's just the moldy cheese skin and not the crystalline one yet. Um, Dude, I was so excited for our final beholder. I was like, we got this. We've done three great ones. We're going to do our best one now. This, undisputably, is our worst one. It's the worst looking one. It's the worst one. But it has some of the best beams. That's true. The beams are are straight fire. I mean, they're not actual fire because they're things like blood and ghosts, but they're they're fucking cool. Rick the Greek Rancher has a fire beam. And it's because I, I, on the DM episode, Mm -hmm. I like... Took the liberty to give him that specifically because I was like, "Do our beholders shoot fire?" I don't know. Well, this one does. This okay. one, this well, one, this one doesn't. But this one doesn't one yet. Maybe there's okay. still time. What what beam are we giving it today? The beam is going to be the conical push beam. Okay, so we're giving it the metallic breath beam. It is not only conical. Yeah, the metallic. It is very conical. The, it is very conical. It's so it's conic. Not only conical, but also iconic. Iconical. Sure. I. Oh, beholder. Dear God. Cone. I- that's the worst. Ickle. Yes, sure. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know what to say about that last. It pushes things. <laughs> 20 feet specifically. Yeah. Preferably there, over cliffs. So if there's a bunch of kobolds in the room, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Push them into their own traps or <laughs> off a cliff. So <laughs> so we got a new merch store. Yeah. Um, go check it out. We got new designs. We got new products. We there's got, a lot of stuff. In yeah. There. We got we got a new a merch manager. She's all over it. And, I got uh, hella stickers. Yeah. We got hundreds of products. There's so many good stickers. Um, Super Quest Saga merch up the Yang dude. The designs are so good these days and we're working on more. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm showing the camera stuff and it's not fucking on. Oh, good yeah, for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you didn't notice it, we were wearing uh, merch uh, on our bodies today. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you go, it's a great way to support the show. So if you like what we do here and you want to show some sort of support, go buy go buy a mug, go buy a shirt. Yeah. Um, Christmas I, I'm is the on the way. If you if you uh, if, if you want like merch, maybe tell maybe tell your 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 loved ones like, hey. Go to this store, buy me some stuff. Or for whatever holiday you celebrate too. Like yeah, Will and I true. celebrate Christmas, yeah, but absolutely. that doesn't mean that you guys do. Yeah, whatever you celebrate. Or if it involves gift giving, yeah. maybe you can give a dungeon cast gift. Give a dungeon cast gift um to someone in need. And everybody needs it. <laughs> everybody needs it. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it's undeniable. Yeah. Um I sometimes I wear merch not on my body. That's my spectral form, but that's a that's Brian exclusive dungeon cast merch. Yeah, we don't sell that stuff. No. Um <laughs> We have a Patreon if you want to support us yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah. We have unique uh, content. That. I remember and Patreon. <laughs> we no. have exclusive content, exclusive products. Uh, we actually we have a new design coming out, which we just got the art piece for. I'm going to be announcing it on the Discord day of this recording. Um, so, yeah, if you if you want uh, a piece of that, go check us out on Patreon and, and support us. That's another way we keep the lights on here. Lots of new art on the way. Uh, if we need something like merch or whatever, or merch, <laughs> no. 
Uh, if we need like a piece of studio equipment, that's the pool. We that's take. how like, we that's how we it. do it exactly. Um, and so we've actually made a lot of upgrades lately. Yeah, and it's it's I think greatly improved the show. Yeah, me too. And it's all thanks to you guys over on Patreon or like whoever be dropping us cash from wherever because people people do that every once in a while. They drop us they drop us a line like, hey, go go buy yourself something nice, baby girls. And I say, ooh, thank you, I will. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah. So thanks thanks a lot, you guys. We really appreciate everything that you guys do for us, including share the show. Um, thank you guys for all the iTunes reviews. Holy shit, a lot of yeah, them came in. Yeah, they um, did. Thank you. And you know almost, what? We're almost there. We're we just need like close. 15 more. So if you're hearing this now and you haven't left a review, do it now. We're so close. Yeah, it, You could be the one. You could be number 1,000. Yes. So the goal is to get us 1,000 iTunes reviews, which is a big milestone for mm, podcasts. It is, it is. Um, so thank you guys so much for coming out and doing that. Um, we usually get like a, a handful every week. Like... You know, some weeks it's zero, yeah, we, some weeks it's creeping. like five. We've been creeping up, for and, sure. Uh, and it's been steady like that for a long time. They're very wonderful. They're all very fucking mm-hmm. wonderful. So mm-hmm. thanks to everybody who's left an iTunes Indeed, review. Seeing you that big wave of them, though, was like, oh, my gosh. That this was really is so, cool. It's like uh, I, I was thinking about the very first time. I didn't know Facebook told people it was your birthday. Oh, early yeah, in the yeah, Facebook yeah, days yeah. when I had a Facebook and right. I was like getting all these birthday wishes like these people fucking remember me <laughs> I was like oh wait no this is not the case necessarily yeah, they were reminded of me <laughs> uh, so really I attribute that happiness feeling I felt to Mark Zuckerberg thank you Mark Zuckerberg oh, boy, that's, uh, that's the only man. thing I'll thank you for I think with that we can call it a game yeah I, think, we'll, I think so oh, um, oh wait we have a P.O. box oh sure yeah um, the the address for the P.O. Box is in the description below. Um, send us some stuff. Like there was a lot of there was a big, uh, I know um, Chemical from Discord was saying that there's a lot there was a lot yeah. of hype about him specifically wanting to send us stuff. And oh. I was like, you weren't the only one, though, man. There was a lot of people talking that heat. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- hey, it's time to buck up. <laughs> it's time to buck up. We got a P.O. Box. Send us some stuff. I don't care what it is. Postcard, a letter. Something off our Amazon wish list. Yeah, we could read fan mail on the on the podcast. If I'd you send us that. something, we'll read it because yeah, I have to go to a place to get that shit, and mm-hmm. I won't forget. Indeed, indeed. Emails is one thing. <laughs> if you send me a fucking letter, that's gonna that's gonna touch my heart. That's something special. That's something special, guys. We're gonna uh, call it a game. All right, we're calling it a game. We'll talk to you guys. <laughs> we're later. calling it a game. We're calling it a game. Game Bye. over. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.